Welcome to CooperCast, Act Like Nothing's Wrong, Part 2. This is your host, Al's Apple Cider, John Sachs. In this episode, Al talks about working with the great producer, John Simon, and Simon's infamous comment about an Al Cooper vocal take, the Rainbow Bar and Grill sound segment, and Joe Walsh playing on Hollywood Vampire. The next song is I Forgot to Be Your Lover, which was written by Booker T. Jones and William Bell. Yeah, I think the original record was by William Bell, and uh, it was on Stax. Yeah. And it was one of my favorites, and I always wanted to do it. Yeah. And I cut that in England. Really? Yeah. So, wow, because England is... Uh, not in Georgia, Florida. That's right. It's on the other side of the ocean. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I cut it in England. Huh, okay. And um, John Simon produced this album, which is, uh, you know, doesn't happen very often. Yeah, right. Um, he is on this extensive Wikipedia list of personnel. Uh, he is listed as arranger and producer. Yeah, okay. he wrote a lot of the arrangements too. Cool. Okay. Is this he's, your only he, album that he was the producer on? Uh, Child is Father to the Man. Okay. Is this the album where he made the infamous comment about uh, whether you could raise the quality of your vocals when quantum leap to uh, palatability? Palatability. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. You think it was this one? Yeah, it might even be on the album. <laughs> you may think of that quote? Yes. Because I listened, I didn't hear it, but it might be there. Take that quantum leap to palatability. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I miss John Simon. He's just, are you still around? I just uh, lost how to get in touch with him. So if he's listening, yeah, call me up. All right, so that was um, I Forgot to Be Your Lover. And the next song is Missing You. It's an Alan Cooper original. Yeah, that was kind of disco-y. Yeah. Back when there was such a thing. Yeah. You know, when he would produce, when he was the producer, it was it was always better. Yeah? Yeah. What? I learned, I learned so much from him. What were the kind of things that he would specifically say or do that would change it? Well, he would arrange it. Yeah. Usually I would arrange it. Okay. You think? But he would arrange it because I was in awe of his arranging abilities. Yeah. So why not? So arranging was working ahead of time to figure out what people were going to play. Yeah. Charts or whatever. Yeah. And then during the sessions, was he... Very present in terms of let's yeah, take well, it faster. He was, he was very present. Yeah, he, he ran the sessions. Right. What was the typical John Simon request or to the musicians? There, there was no typical. That's what was good about it. But I mean, he would would he what what was a thing that you might hear him say to the in you know for the next take? He would say that was good, but um, let's see if we can make that quantum leap to palatability. <laughs> That was one of my favorites. <laughs> now, I'm just trying to, you know, put myself or our listeners in the room and see what, what does it actually feel like to, you know, to, to get the feedback from a great producer. 
Well, we were we were very comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Working could, together, you could say what he needed to and say. And we in, and we in, we usually in, enjoyed our time together. Yeah. But here, I think we were we were in uh, Nashville, maybe. Well, you've got Florida, you've got Georgia, and you've got England as possible places. Would he? Did he go to England? I don't remember. Okay. Last song on side one is Out of Left Field. That is a cover of a Percy Sledge song. Okay. That I always loved. And I think we did that in Florida. Yeah, because Little Beaver played guitar on that too. Mm -hmm. And it's credited to Dan Penn and Spooner Oldham. Who were friends of mine by that time. Right. So they wrote it and Percy Sledge made it big. Mm -hmm. But I like um, uh, the opening line is, when least expected, fate stumbles in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love stuff like that. Yeah. First song on side B, and I always have to remind people that in the old days, getting up off the couch and flipping the album was like a real thing that you did. And that since it was a break in the music, you might go get some food or smoke another joint. So side B and side A were, were different. Today, there's no side A and side B. In fact, there's almost no albums. Everybody just cherry picks everything. So I'd say better or worse is different. Uh, please, not one, one more, more time. time. Backing vocals, again, by the Ron Hicklin singers. Electric guitar. This wasn't Will Bieber. This was Reggie Young and Steve Gibson. That would be Nashville. Nashville, okay. Piano, clavinet, vocals, parentheses, Leslie, acoustic guitar. What is uh, Leslie on the vocals? Is that That's accurate? a speaker that we put the vocals through. A Give Leslie speaker, that's what you play the organ through. So it's that kind of thing that gives yeah. it that spacey sound? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Do you put it through that live or in post? In post. Yeah, because if you put it through live, then you have no chance to you know, give it a second look. Okay. Second song, side two. In My Own Sweet Way. That's another Al Cooper original. Again, Steve Gibson on acoustic and slide guitar. And, uh, and you play just about everything. Good first line also. Yeah. I have seen you in the morning, standing naked in the sunlit bay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. It's a good image. Yeah. Third cut is, turn my head towards home. That was very complicated. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, a complicated song that I wrote. Right. And then the arrangement was really complicated. Yeah. But it's it's one of the tracks um would be in my top ten. Okay. With violin, by Harry Lukowski. Well, he was the uh, orchestra leader. Oh, okay. Was this Nashville? Uh, no, we would have done that in L.A. Okay. Oh no, New York. New York. Lukowski. Wow, this is really a national international album with all these locations. Now, the next, the second to last thing on side two is 46 seconds of sound called A Visit to the Rainbow Bar and Grill. 
And that's what it was. You just love the sound of the place? Well, I, that was my hang. Okay. and you, the, I, I, I went there every night. And the sound of it was just music to you or, or something like music? No, it was, well, I mean, there was music playing in the background, but you went there to eat. But you liked the sound of the restaurant enough to give it 46 seconds on an album of yours. Well, I liked the maitre d'. <laughs> male or female? Uh, male. Male maitre d'. Tony. Tony. Wow. All right. Good evening. Welcome to the Rainbow Bar and Grill. That's how it was? Yeah. Yeah. You don't suppose it's still there? I'm sure it's still there. Really? Okay. Without even looking. Okay. It's an L.A. institution? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And right next door to it, there was, there was two blocks on Sunset. And starting at one was the Whiskey-A-Go-Go. Mm. Then uh, walking a block was the Roxy, which was a theater. Mm. And right next door to the Roxy sharing the parking lot with it was the Rainbow. Mm. They were all owned by the same people. Oh, really? Yeah, all three of them. So two music venues and a, and a hip restaurant. Yeah. Bar, restaurant bar. Okay. And the last song is called Hollywood Vampire, which is another original by you. That has some really good uh, Joe Walsh playing on it. Yes, he's credited for playing slide guitar. Yeah. Now, was he, at that point, was that before the Eagles? 76? Probably not. Probably already was playing with the Eagles? Yeah, but he was. Um, but we were, we were friends immediately. I liked the first band he was in, which was called the James Gang. Right. So I'm, I made friends with him. There and, was an interesting and, interview with, Marin with him where he explained why he kind of left his own group to just play with the Eagles. He said it was just really relaxing not to have to run anything. It was just to show up and play guitar with the Eagles. He said it was just so much easier than kind of being in charge. I would imagine. Yeah. This has been CooperCast Act Like Nothing's Wrong Part 2 brought to you by Palatability. Subscribe at Apple, Spotify, just about anywhere. And do visit alcooper.com for a lot more Al info and to send in your podcast questions for Al.